0: Hey guys, you all know Shane Waters, good friend of Hillbilly Horror Stories. He's the host of critically acclaimed Foul Play and also Hometown History. He has decided to dip his toe into the creepy and the unexplained. His new podcast, It's Frightful, is super fun, super creepy. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. I want to play you a full episode of It's Frightful, and when you're done listening, Go subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts to It's Frightful. And I promise you're going to
1: love everything that's coming in the near future. often use sites like TripAdvisor to plan trips and decide which local sites and museums are worth visiting. Sometimes the reviews are overly critical, or overly kind. Sometimes they're snobbish, or just plain mean. But one time in particular, they were just... puzzling. The reviews weren't reviews at all.
0: I'm sorry, Robert, I looked at your pictures without asking. It won't happen again. Hope you're doing okay.
2: So sorry, Robert, for looking at your picture without permission. Please forgive me. I didn't know, and I won't do it again. I'm sorry, Robert, for looking at your picture online without asking permission. I didn't know, but I want to apologize now for it. I hope you can forgive me.
0: So sorry, Robert, for looking at your pictures and not asking permission. I hope you can accept my apology of my lack of consideration.
2: Sorry, Robert, for looking at your pictures online without asking permission. I am sorry. Please forgive me for not asking. I will not look at your pictures or any videos again without asking.
0: Dear Robert, please forgive me and my friends for looking at you. It must be frustrating to have so many people staring at you all the time and taking
1: your photo. Our sincere apologies. When I say there are hundreds of these, I mean hundreds and hundreds. What kind of a person guilt someone else for looking at their picture? And who else strikes this kind of fear in the hearts of strangers? Also, museums are supposed to be fun. Why were all these people going out of their way for little guilt trips that left them apologizing to this guy and paying for the privilege? What was his problem with photographs? And why was everyone taking them anyway? Then, I saw Robert's impish, little pockmarked face for the first time, and I realized, he wasn't a guy at all. He was a doll. A doll holding another doll. A small, stuffed dog. (laughs) Sitting in a chair, with his feet crossed, and a proud, smirking look on his face. And, apparently, the closer you get to Robert the more dangerous he becomes. As bad as looking at pictures of Robert without his permission may be, taking pictures of Robert in the Fort East Martello Museum without his permission is an even dicier proposition. Apparently, cameras quit working around Robert, if you're lucky. From another review,
2: I am a skeptic in paranormal beliefs. Interestingly, my new GoPro screen stopped responding as they entered the room where it is displayed. It was a brand new device, and I had to turn it off and sought permission, and then turned it on to take the video.
1: Others have had their camera's memory cards wiped, mysteriously clean. We were told by a very
0: nice lady at the front desk to be sure and ask Robert's permission if we wanted to take his picture. I just laughed at such a silly statement. We went into the room where Robert was gazing at us. I snapped his picture, not once, but three times. We then proceeded into the gallery, and there were some beautiful artwork on the walls. I found one painting that caught my eye and decided to take a picture of it. That's when it all started. As I snapped the picture, I looked at my camera and it said no images. All the 50-plus pictures that we had taken in Key West were suddenly gone. We went parasailing the next day. The boat captain took a video of us in the air. Got back home, the disc was blank. Went to a camera store and they could find no reason why our pictures were gone and why the disc was blank. I've also been hearing some strange noises during the night since I've been home. To all who may read this, please listen to the nice lady at the front desk at the museum. Ask Robert's permission
1: if you want to take his picture. If your camera doesn't malfunction, things can get much worse. In a review titled, Ask Robert's Permission Before Taking a Photo, one woman says,
2: I decided I was just going to take his picture and nothing would become of it. A big part of me was just trying to be a savage in front of my friends. Bad call. Immediately as we walked away, in my heart, I was apologizing. When we got back on the tour bus, I felt a light tug on my hair. So, I asked my friends which one of them did it. They both looked at me like I'm crazy and said neither one of them did. So, I kept it to myself. They then wanted me to text them the photo of Robert that I took, and I did. Again, wrong choice. On the way home, I started to read about the doll and get a better understanding of Robert and felt sick for what I did, but tried to forget about it. Fast forward a few months after the tour- my physical health has declined a lot and I haven't had any issues for the majority of my life. I can't get a job anywhere and I have a clean record. I had to have my vehicle repossessed. Got robbed. Losing my savings so quickly. My mental health hasn't been so good. And a few other bad things just keep happening one after another. Yes, we are going through a bad pandemic, but I've never had such events happen so quickly and so close together. So, Robert, if you're able to see this, I'm sorry. I should have asked your permission. I want to come see you face-to-face to to apologize, but unfortunately they aren't allowing you to have visitors. To anyone who plans to see him, don't make the mistake I did. Be respectful.
1: In another, titled, Give Robert Respect or You May Regret It, we hear a similar story. I'm not really a superstitious
0: type of person, but... Back early April of 2018, I took my fiancé and her oldest daughter to Key West and we stopped by to see the old fort and to check out Robert the doll. When we first entered the room where they keep Robert, I made the foolish mistake of taking this picture while neglecting to heed the sign on the wall to ask for Robert's picture. As you can see in this photo, I was fooling around, acting as if I was going to punch him. Well, later that evening, my fiancé and I got into an argument at Mallory Square and left without seeing the sunset. It was her first time in the Keys. We very rarely argue, especially in front of her daughter. We go to leave and head back to Pompano, and as we're traveling back, someone throws a large rubber ball hitting the front of the car from a hotel balcony, nearly making me wreck. Not five minutes after that, A key deer buck walks in front of the car right at dusk, causing me to swerve and nearly making me lose control of the car. We make it safely back home later that night. A few weeks go by and my favorite aunt passes away from a sudden illness. Two months later, my father's health starts to suddenly change for the worse. Within two to three months after seeing Robert, he goes from walking and being very active is now bound to a wheelchair, and is in diapers. He ends up passing away almost exactly six months after this picture was taken. I move from Florida and get a job in the railroad. Three months after starting, I'm being fired. Now my body is starting to fail me as well. Both my shoulders need surgery. I have severe chronic neck and back pain, and as of Sunday night, tore up my right knee. Now I cannot work and am in near a financial ruin. Not saying this is all because of some alleged cursed doll locked away in a glass box, but who knows? Take my advice. This is not a made-up story. If you go and visit Robert, please
1: do not make the same mistake that I had made. These types of testimonies are common with Robert, so I was intrigued enough to do some digging on his backstory. Apparently, Robert is not really a doll. He was created in 1904 by the Steiff Company in Germany to become a small retail store mannequin and to wear the clothing of a clown or a jester. Incidentally, this is the same company that designed the original teddy bear named after President Teddy Roosevelt. Robert was purchased that same year by a rich American tourist traveling through Germany and gifted to his grandson, Robert Eugene Otto. Otto became obsessed with the doll and carried him everywhere. He replaced the doll's toy clothing with his own little sailor suit, which Robert the doll still wears to this day. Otto would blame accidents on the doll, spills, and broken vases. Noises in the night. The parents thought it was child's play. Otto never thought of it that way. He continued to dress the doll in his clothing, and to the end of Robert Otto's life, his doppelganger, Robert the doll, sat in a prominent place in his private mansion. For many years, he looked out of the upstairs window, with a panoramic view of the estate. When Otto died, Robert the doll was allowed to stay in the house, until the new owner, a woman named Myrtle Ruder, tired of hearing giggling and footsteps from the otherwise empty upstairs, Ruder also claimed Robert would show up inexplicably in different parts of the house, as if he were watching or waiting for her. Ruder wanted to get rid of him, and he was an antique, so she sort of left him on the steps of the local museum. This former Civil War fort, which is where you can find him today. A few weeks ago, a friend of mine was traveling through Florida, and I told him about Robert. He's a bit of a thrill seeker, So of course, he had to see Robert the doll. And of course, he had to take his picture. And no, this person did not ask permission for anything. So, I asked if anyone in the museum warned him about Robert. He said they did. After he took his pictures, he teased the guide a little bit and said, So that's it? Now what? The guide wasn't laughing. He looked at him calmly and soberly. Almost kind of sad, and said, Now you wait.